Welcome to Two Inches Off the Ground. When you are enlightened, you live your life two inches off the ground. Please keep spreading the word if you like this podcast and like, review, subscribe wherever you listen. And remember to follow me at Two Inches Off the Ground on Instagram. In the first episode, I said I would let you know about a manifestation workshop that was going to happen this January. I had taken a workshop, if you guys remember, a self-love workshop that I really enjoyed. Everything's virtual, by the way, over Zoom. It's led by Annie Bond and Sharon Johnston, who are well-known energy healers in my area, which is a major metaphysical area. So these people are the best of the best. They're the real deal. And as you know, I really enjoyed their last workshop. This forthcoming manifestation workshop is on Zoom on Sunday, January 24th from 10 to 4 p.m. That's Eastern Standard Time and is $98. It's a good opportunity to meet with like-minded metaphysical people, you know, to set intentions for the new year and goals for this new year's. I'll be there. That's what I'll be doing on January 24th. So you can meet me there. I will put the contact information in the show notes, and there you go. If it resonates with you, I say do it. Our topic today is waking up. This idea came to me this week over and over and wouldn't stop, so Source just really wanted me to bring this to you. In light of current events, especially those that have happened over the past week, as a collective consciousness, we are waking up, right? During the past year of COVID, we've been in a state of what I would call hibernation and introspection. And now, as you know, and I'm saying this over and over, we are fully in the age of Aquarius as of December 21st of last year. And I keep mentioning this because I really believe it's so imperative to our global growth. So now that we're fully in this age of Aquarius, activity and action are beginning to occur. And that's what we're seeing. The universe is shouting to us to wake up. I meant to do that. I meant to give you a little wake up in my voice. As the collective, we haven't been attuned with the past signals, right? We've had prods, we've had pokes, we've actually had some really big events, just constant signs telling us to listen up and make a change. This is obvious with all the movements that have come forward in the past couple years, how they came rushing forward. When you think about it, of course, some of these movements have had really big events happen, but the culmination of them is happening right now. For example, the Me Too movement, for example, the civil rights movement, especially in the U.S. The events of the collective often mirror the individual. So I ask you, where in your life do you have to wake up? I've had several events, even lately, that have forced me to wake up. Yes, the universe has nudged me many times. It's patiently signaled to me to change my life. 
And I was really good at ignoring or rejecting them until finally an event happened that was so shocking, physically painful, or emotionally disruptive that I had to listen. All right. So I want to tell you what happened last month. Last month, one of my dogs ran away without me knowing I was actually about to record this podcast. It was Tuesday. It was around noon. I was really busy. My dog was outside. My husband was outside. We were both busy. All of a sudden, I get a knock at the door, which is unusual because people don't just knock at my door, especially in COVID. There's a woman there asking me if I own this certain type of dog and that it's somewhere it shouldn't be. And I was in absolute shock. I, I I had to process what this woman was saying to me. And she probably thought I was the rudest, most ungrateful person because I was just processing everything she was saying. And I was so scared for him. But I did get myself together and thank her. So that that actually did happen. Once she finished delivering the message and I was in absolute shock, the dog came tearing through our yard. So why did this happen? My dog never goes over to that boundary. And this time he decided to cross the boundary. I was so upset by this incident My husband was really upset by this incident, so we came up with two different solutions. One is an electric fence, and the one I came up with was I decided to call in an animal communicator by the name of Tracy Shannon. You've heard me say this name before on Two Enlightened Bitches because she's an incredible channeler, and she's also an absolutely insanely talented animal communicator. You can find her at tracyshannon.com, T-R-A-C-I-E, shannon.com, and I will put her in the show notes. When I had the session with Tracy, my dog was saying to her, and how it works is Tracy is on the frequency of the animals. God bless her. It's amazing. Now, I have started to do animal communication, but I have to be in an extremely deep state of meditation. But Tracy can just do it. It's amazing to watch. My dog was saying to her that he was trying to shock me on purpose, making me wake up from the current state I was in. And she explained to me that he did this very strategically. He knew the boundary he crossed. He knew that he was going to be safe. He knew he was going to be fine. And then when he came back, he made sure to come back when I was in absolute shock. So the message was delivered. After that woman had delivered that message, then he came tearing through the yard. The state I was in I've been dealing with this health problem, as you know, severe inflammation of the gut and the liver. And I think you guys know, listening to this podcast, I've changed my entire lifestyle. I've learned how to cook. I've adopted the Ayurvedic lifestyle 100%, and I've been doing much better. But I've also been very consumed by this and, uh, quite frankly, at times just a little overwhelmed. And it knocked me off my path a bit. I'm usually a really good meditator. I meditate every day for a long time during the middle of the day, and that wasn't happening. I felt that my vibration wasn't raising the way it normally is. 
the dog sensed that I was spiraling into a rut and he was concerned that I was spiraling into a depressive rut, which I didn't feel I was, but I understand where he's coming from because I think if I kept along that path, I would have spiraled into a depressive rut, especially with not meditating as much as I usually do. My dog wanted me to get back on my path, follow my passion, and especially love myself unconditionally. And this really came to me actually last week because I ate something inflammatory and I had a tough few days. I accomplished almost nothing work-wise in the past three days. And I was upset, you know, because I had set aside those three days specifically to really bang out this website and bang out some of the products on this website. And I'm telling you right now, now the website's delayed again because I... uh, I had to take this time for myself. So to foster unconditional love, I said to myself, what would I say to a friend who's feeling guilty about not working when they're sick? And I applied that advice to myself. What would I say to my friend? I would say, don't worry about it. You need to let your body rest and heal. It's okay to take a few days off. You know, whenever the website is going to be done, is in the right time. So don't even worry about it. And when you're feeling better, you're going to be twice as productive. That's what I would have said to a friend. So that's what I said to myself. So that animal communication session really helped wake me up, pull me out of my rut. And my dog saw that. And now we're going to have some major boundaries for him. And we've established that. So he's not going to do that anymore. But it was a really good lesson in, hey, time to wake up. And I think about this idea of waking up in regard to my entire life, the health issue I've been dealing with. I was given signs on a daily basis something was wrong. The same thing with previous relationships I needed to end or a job that wasn't the right fit. But it wasn't until something dramatic happened that I finally woke up. I was thinking about this idea of waking up with regard to the most dramatic life event a human can have. What is that? Death. Dying. There's a show on Netflix that I highly recommend called Surviving Death. It's excellent, very metaphysical. And one episode is about NDEs or near-death experiences, One woman described how she was attuned to all the signs that she was going to die. She even told her doctor that she was going to die in childbirth with the exact condition, though she had no signs or symptoms. No one believed her. The doctor just thought she was a little over-concerned and a little extra. The husband didn't believe her, family, friends, but she was convinced that was going to happen. She was really in tune to her intuition. She gave birth and it all came true. The condition that she said she would die of, she died of. The doctor was in absolute shock. She died and she came back. She she had a near-death experience. This tells me that even if we are attuned to the subtle or not so subtle signs, we're all living with the metaphysical principle of everything happens as it should. Sometimes we're meant to have those subtle signs or not so subtle signs change us and we notice them and we see a pattern and we change. 
and sometimes not. Sometimes it's in our cards to have a major awakening experience, even something like an NDE. These people who've had NDEs, once they've woken up and they've continued on with their life, they have a lot of trouble going back into mainstream society, especially in regard to consciousness and perspective. They have seen the other side. They have gone up to their soul group or whatever you want to call it and and felt encompassed by pure love, unconditional love, peace, healing, nirvana, and then they have to go back into human form. And once they're changed like this, it's hard to relate to other people. And something has awakened in them where I really believe that these people end up becoming healers. Also in another episode of, again, Surviving Death, they go into in-depth physical mediumship. We know mediumship a lot as, I would say, more trance mediumship, where you go to the medium, they contact your deceased relative, and you get a reading. This is the same thing, but let's just say in a way more heightened, intense state. Physical mediums are so committed. I try to think of myself as being committed to the metaphysical world. You have no idea. These physical mediums meet with a group every single week without fail, no matter if it's a holiday, if it's a birthday, if it's a big anniversary, it doesn't matter. They are committed to meeting, let's say, every Tuesday night at 7 p.m., that's when they meet. Now, I hope people are excused for things like, you know, COVID or childbirth or something like that. I imagine they are. But that is a true commitment of the physical medium and their group. For a seance, when they perform a seance, the physical medium is strapped down to a chair or put in a cabinet to ensure truth and no cheating. Why is that? Well, let's say everyone is in this meditative state with their eyes closed and the medium who's cheating gets up and says to a participant, oh, I'm your father and I'm looming over you. That's an extreme example, but that's an example of how they could be cheating. So to make sure they're not, they're put in a cabinet or they're strapped down completely. So you can imagine, again, the commitment is amazing. The next part, I understand people may be eating, so I'm going to try to keep this as clean as possible. When the spirits come forward for the physical medium, ectoplasm comes out of their orifices. Ectoplasm is this supernatural viscous substance that will come out of the orifices. It resembles cheesecloth in photos. You can look this up online. It's a physically painful experience for the medium, and sometimes the ectoplasm sucks back into the body, which causes all sorts of serious health issues. After a seance, it takes the medium 30 minutes to an hour to feel normal again. So if you think about this, the medium risks their health, their sanity, makes a lifelong commitment to their group, all to give others 
a once-in-a-lifetime experience to connect with loved ones who've passed over, to give others the chance to heal, to give others the chance to wake up. So I was really captured by this episode in particular because this is how far people will go to wake up and the commitment they'll go to. And the physical medium they interviewed, she said that she was drawn to doing this because it's healing her. Even though, yes, she's in physical pain some of the time, it's, it's, it can be almost described as a traumatic experience. She said it is healing her to heal others. That is her form of waking up on a conscious level. These are the lengths we go as light workers, healers, seekers, those who need a life change to help ourselves and others wake up. This is how powerful the awakening experience is to set us on our life path. The reason we are here in this form on earth. So I ask you to think about this week. How do you need to wake up? What area of your life can be awakened? All right, so I'm going to give you some tips on how to do this. First, you're going to check in with your intuition. All right, you're going to see if your intuition is telling you anything. How do you do that? Go into meditation. Listen, I just want to say to those of you out there that don't do meditation and you want to be more in tune with the metaphysical, there's no way around it. Meditation must happen in your life. And you don't have to do it for a long period of time. You do it for 10 minutes a day and that's it. But as long as you do it consistently, that will rest your mind. There's apps out there. There's all sorts of YouTube uh, binormal beats and music meditation that can help you. So you go into meditation and you ask the universe a question of what you need help with and you will receive an answer. And what you can do too, something I like to do is I go into what I would say is an awakened, conscious, meditative state where I'm not in the zone with my eyes closed. I'm actually in front of a journal and I ask the universe a question and it's, it's basically the idea of automatic writing. I ask my higher consciousness a question and then I receive a response and I write it down. One thing that helps me is I have this really beautiful gemstone journal that's set aside only for metaphysical. So I separate my normal, let's say daily journal where I write down to-do lists versus this metaphysical journal. That is a good way to keep things separate and to have you metaphysically focused. You can also, if you can, examine the subtle signs of what the universe is telling you, connect the dots and recognize a pattern. If you're in a place to do it, and quite frankly, if your higher consciousness, the universe source wants you to do it, if that resonates with you, I'll give you an example. I was in a job where I know I did a good job. I was on equal footing with my colleagues. Everything was fine. The clients were happy, but they kept getting these breaks to move forward in the job and to go to higher levels in the job. And I just wasn't. And again, we were at the same level, but I just wasn't getting the breaks that they were getting. And I finally realized, you know what? This is what they should be doing. This is their life purpose. This is why 
source is aligning with them and they're aligning with their higher consciousness, probably without knowing it. And they're moving along well with this job. This is where they should be in their life right now. And guess what? It's not where I should be. So I ended up leaving the job and I found out, yeah, that wasn't where I should be. Down the line, it led me to you, right? Talking to you here today and coming from source and delivering a message. So now I feel as if I'm in the right place and I feel as if, you know, good things will happen on this journey. If you need more guidance, like I did, remember I brought in the animal communicator. So if you need anything like that, an animal communicator, a psychic, a medium, a medical medium, a tarot reader, whatever you feel you need to perhaps facilitate this awakening, let me know. If you want the name of an expert, all you have to do is DM me on Instagram at Two Enlightened Bitches. You can also email me at freespiritpodcast, that's with an S, at gmail.com. You can ask me for a name. Again, I live in a big metaphysical area. There are some great people here, and again, they're the real deal. You may not see them on TV, but they are the real deal. Until next week, I want you to think about how you can wake up, especially in one area of your life in particular, if that's something you want to improve in 2021. And until next time, live your life two inches off the ground. 